In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to the crowds, This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man throws seed on the land. Night and day he sleeps. When he awakes, the seed is sprouting and growing. How? He does not know. Of its own accord, the land produces first the shoot, then the year, then the full grain in the year. And when the crop is ready, he loses no time. He starts to reap because the harvest has come. He also said, what can we say the kingdom of God is like? What parable can we find for it? It is like a mustard seed, which at the time of its sowing in the soil is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet once it is sown, it grows into the biggest shrub of them all and puts out big branches so that the birds of the air can shelter in a shade. Using many parables like these, he spoke the word to them, so far as they were capable of understanding it. He would not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything to his disciples when they were alone. Our Lord's parables were not meant to be a form of infantilized teaching, a dumbing down of the profound message of the gospel or the mysteries of the kingdom. On the contrary, the parables often baffled and befuddled our Lord's audience. Superficially, they appeared simple enough as the Lord chose analogies from everyday life, examples which were familiar to his audience. But to the keen listeners, the ambivalence of some of the metaphors often made his audience wonder whether the Lord was speaking about them or about others. The enemies of our Lord often understood that some of the parables were addressed to them, which explains their growing hostility towards him. A parable is somewhat like a movie, trailer, or an advertisement. It reveals a little about the purpose, use, or characters, or what's being presented, but it isn't the movie or product itself. Parables are designed to woo people and invite them into a deeper relationship with the teacher and the subject matter. Parables don't hit listeners over the head with theology, but reveal which of the listeners want to know more. It is these, the seekers who want greater understanding, who will be rewarded by Christ with an explanation of the gospel after his resurrection and ascension. Then the teaching will become clearer. The parables are a vetting process for future disciples and teachers. This is the reason why our Lord seemed to have a two-level approach. He could not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything to his disciples when they were alone. Unlike the anecdotes which modern preachers commonly use to catch the attention of the audience and pique their interest, our Lord's parables had a deeper purpose. 
They served as a breadcrumb trail leading to the mother load of his most profound revelations. He spoke in parables to the assembled crowd, giving them an opportunity to decide how much spiritual truth they want to absorb. The disciples, wanting to learn more, asked Jesus to explain the meaning of the parables he has taught. As the Lord explains these ideas, he demonstrates that a person's spiritual knowledge is based on their willingness to pursue truth. Only those who are willing to take this serendipitous journey would be rewarded to discover the bounteous harvest and shady tree that awaits them at the end. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.